You are listening to the Kinky Coach Podcast with Stephanie and Fox. Hey, Fox. Yeah? You've been a bad, bad boy. Not boy. This show contains explicit content and is intended for mature audiences only. This is what happens when an innocent, successful mental health professional falls for a rugged, prior-deployed bad boy. You You get get one one hell of a ride. ride. Today we're going to interview a unicorn. Mm -hmm. Pretty excited about it. Yeah. She's not wearing any pants. She requested not to be on video because she is not wearing pants. That is correct. Wait, so she doesn't want us to see her video because she doesn't have pants, or she doesn't want us to share the video? She doesn't want us to see her without pants on, I guess. What? So. I think we should clarify. Well, we can when she gets on the phone. Okay. She's going to be calling in, and we'll be discussing all of her adventures. From my understanding, she's a pretty new unicorn. Yeah. And Mm so she hasn't had the most perfect experience which i think is a good thing because we talk about people who have such good experiences on our show and sometimes we just need to uh, have some bad it's a pretty exciting day when you have a unicorn that calls in to you wouldn't you say a very <laughs> young, attractive. Oh, she is. Her eyes are ridiculous. Yummy. Very yummy. Or it's that sucking on the lollipop thing she, she does, does like. Oh, my goodness. She does like. Me blush. Yeah, she does <laughs> like to uh, suck on the lollipops when yep. we video chat. Mm-hmm. So let's go ahead and I'm going to welcome Baby Girl. She's going to tell us all about her experiences. experiences or lack thereof. Yes. I have a complaint, though. I, I want to complain and be a brat. Because you are not wearing pants and we're not allowed to video. <laughs> yeah, he's... So I'm going to whine just a little bit. He's heartbroken. I'm heartbroken. Fair enough, fair enough. No pants allowed in my house, though. I'm, we're good with that. I mean, that's that sounds like a great thing to me. Baby girl, tell us where you're Hi. from. Huh? I am from Tennessee. Um, I was actually born and raised in Georgia, but I live in Tennessee now where the accent comes from. Uh, I, I knew it was some Southern accent. <laughs> yes. Talk to us about why you wanted to become a unicorn. Like, what was the appeal for you? Well, um, I originally started out just kind of wanting to watch a married couple, just kind of see how they interact with each other and, I guess, how they pleasure each other. And... Then I was like, well, maybe I could get involved in that pleasure. Maybe I could be a gift for someone and help people. You know, that's one of my things is I like to, I like to see people come. I like to see people get pleasure. So, yes, I know. (laughs) I like that you said you see yourself as a gift to others it's yeah it's very yeah it's it's very harmonically sexual just it sounds good i like that that's that that's a very Mm. good word i might have a chubby Mm. you you had that before anyway (laughs) don't lie (laughs) talking about the lollipop gave you that no not me yeah so you were 
telling us about just a little bit about some past experiences. So talk to us about a past experience. Well, can I, can, so can I stop you real fast, honey? Yeah. So I want to preface this with a lot of people that we interview and talk to, right? Uh-huh. Always have a lot of positive feedback, a lot of very sexual, positive things that happen to them. But that, that is not the truth of our of our lifestyle it's true right? that you have incidents where it's not going to be the best yeah there's the good the bad the ugly the mm-hmm. awesome the holy crap shit let's call them now again right so and then there's oh my gosh let's never call them again so yeah. I, i'm kind of interested baby girl to hear because i know that that your introduction into lifestyle from what i understand has kind of been a rough start and i think that that is going to help others Absolutely. Um, that are getting into this or maybe have been in this and have had nothing but positive experiences. Remember that it's not always sunshine and roses. And also give them some hope that if they do have a very negative experience or not very negative, just a, an unpleasant experience, mm-hmm. that you're not the only one out there that this has happened right. to. It's not just you. It's not just you. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah for sure. So... Please tell us, let's talk about, I guess, your very first experience and how it went. Oh, yes. (laughs) So, well, um, I should start out saying that I really started getting into this lifestyle and exploring more last July. So I'm very new. Okay. So the first first experience, I knew this guy and um, he was with someone. It was a couple. And he said, you know, let's just go and hang out. And, you know, I, I kind of knew that they were interested, but it was more, they, they had already been in the lifestyle and they kind of, you know, were like, we can talk about it. We can just have drinks and have dinner and all that. So we meet out for dinner and immediately they were late, which was fine. Immediately they were bickering. They were kind of bickering back and forth, and I was like, okay, this is kind of weird. But the conversation was going smoothly, and, and you know, I was starting to have a good time, and we went to a bar, and we, you know, had a good time there, and they had gotten a hotel room. So they were already going to be out, and they, they got a hotel room and everything. So I didn't feel as pressured um, in the aspect that I knew that they already were going to stay there anyways so I went back with them and it just was from there on it was it was weird like she was involved in the first part and then she disappeared and it was just really weird so I kind of uh after I left I just told them that I was not interested in that like I actually went about it saying that I wasn't the right fit for them like I feel like they needed someone a little more experienced and a little more, they were just ready to fuck. I mean, that's what they were. They just wanted to fuck whoever and whenever. Okay. So when you say she stepped out of the room and disappeared, do you, yes. so she, she completely was vacant and it was just you and the mm-hmm. gentleman, correct? Yes. Yes. And that wasn't even discussed. So okay. it was like there wasn't anything discussed beforehand. And I didn't know that that was, not appropriate at the time now when you say it wasn't appropriate is it something that later on they got into it about or like when you say inappropriate how how does that come into play for you and your preferences 
So I actually found her in the bathroom taking a bath, and she was kind of crying in the bathtub. Oh, okay. So, yeah, so um, it was just really, yeah, it was kind of uncomfortable. I feel like before we even, before I went to the hotel room, I feel like there probably should have been more of a dialogue. Right. Yeah. You know? Some trading of permissions and understandings mm -hmm. and, and wants and needs, yes. et cetera. Yes, I learned my lesson. I will say that in all of that, in that experience, I learned my lesson. I'm not, not upset about it because I learned that there should be a dialogue before on what is acceptable and what isn't. Yeah, yeah and that brings up a good point. But it almost sounds like they as a couple were not ready for that interaction. Yes, it sounds mm -hmm. like they were a newbie as well. It, it, mm -hmm. it, it does, or if they weren't new, maybe they hadn't allowed him to play, I guess, semi-alone like that, mm -hmm. um, or in a different room without her, especially if she became upset. Yes. The last yeah. thing you want um, is for a partner to end up crying in the bathroom. Right. And, you know, like I said at the beginning, I that was that is not my goal. I'm not there to get in the middle of, at someone's relationship you know i'm there to have fun and to add to it right absolutely I, and i know that for instance when stephanie and i when we look for single participants that that is our goal right is to enhance what we're doing and or you know maybe there's a gentleman that likes to do something i don't and i want her to be able to have that so i find someone that, that does that or can do that or is into that whatever that may be, right? Or vice versa, right? There's there's a couple things that Stephanie is not okay with that I enjoy. So we have been on the hunt lately for that as well. Or, you know, sometimes, not that it's a negative thing, but your partner just can't provide for you a certain aspect or a certain angle. Maybe that's the better word or a I'm not, I'm not sure what word you're looking for. Um, I don't want to say fantasy because... Desire? Yeah, maybe a certain desire. They, like, they don't fit the bill, right? Mm -hmm. And that can happen as well, right? So there's many reasons why we look for, for other single participants or even couples. I just want to let you know, baby girl, up front, that that is not normally how things are supposed to go with another couple and a unicorn. And I, I'm interested in knowing what kind of dialogue do you wish you guys would have had? Let's, mm -hmm. let's hear it from, from your perspective. I think that I would have liked to know what they were looking for. You know, if it was talked about before that she just wanted her man to be satisfied that I would have been more okay with it. Okay. You know, that's, and that's before I knew what she was doing in the bathroom. You know, I, so immediately I was uncomfortable because I didn't know what, I didn't know what was going on there. Their so, dynamics um, seemed off. I, I, yeah. I think that if, if I had known what they were looking for, which partly that's my fault, I probably should have asked. Um, I was just kind of going with the flow. But, you know, I I want to know why they want me, you know, why they want me around. Yeah, I mean, that's it's a mm -hmm. great discussion topic as well. You said that you want to know what they want from you. What do you want from the couple going in? I I want a uh, mutual understanding, I guess, because I feel like, you know, when I 
tell people or when I tell you guys that I do feel like I'm a gift and I'm there for um, the help with their pleasure and the help make their experiences better in the bedroom, I feel like people can take advantage of that. So I think that there needs to be a mutual respect and a mutual understanding to where I'm not being taken advantage of. Yeah, that's that's fair to yeah. say too. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that everyone needs to remember that in this kind of life that we choose to participate in, everyone is equally responsible for the dynamic and for communication mm-hmm. and for what takes place in, in you know, each meetup or scenario or, or playtime. And I also mm-hmm. want to point out that even if let's let's just say that we've been playing with baby girl Every oh, we have in my dreams. Well, I'm sure we, I, I just want to yeah. put that out there. Yeah. Maybe once or twice, maybe not. <laughs> not saying it, but yes, that even we could play. Let's say we could play tonight, and things would go one way. We'd have a conversation about what we wanted for tonight, mm-hmm. but then we could have another one planned for next week, and we may be in a completely different headspace and want something completely different. We have to communicate each time. Constantly. You, you cannot just mm-hmm. go with this thinking that, oh, well, this is what we did last time, so I'm just gonna, going to assume that this is what we're going to do this time. Right. And that's something great to point out because I will raise my hand metaphorically on this one, and, and I will tell you hour by hour, day by day, my, my appetite changes constantly, right? Yes, it does. All the time. It's exhausting. Oh, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> I can't keep up with it. At least I give you a good run for your money and keep you on your toes. Uh, absolutely. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I, think, I get that. I get that. Mine does too. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So I think that's really something good to point out. It is everyone's equal responsibility mm-hmm. to, to constantly communicate. I do like the fact. So I have met personally a lot of unicorns that only think selfishly of themselves sexually no matter what dynamic they're in. It's a different point of view hearing, baby girl, what you're saying is you want to be the enjoyment for people for their benefit. And I think that's a mm-hmm. different point of view. Honestly, I think that's the first time I've heard that come out of a unicorn in my experience. And I want, I, I'm going to keep saying that, my experience, because that's not to say that they're not out there. And sure. it's not to say that you know, others haven't experienced that. I just, in 20 years personally, have never heard that point of view before. What made you come to that point of view? What elements contributed to that point of view? Well, I would say, yes, of course, I like to get pleasure out of it too. But um, I would say, I don't know. I, I get pleasure from other people's pleasure. And I'm not sure, um, I still have not figured out exactly um, the, I don't know, the, the definition of that. I don't know what where I came, came up with that. That's just, I get pleasure when other people are pleasured. I call that a pleaser. Mm-hmm. So Stephanie is like okay. that. I am very much a pleaser. She is very much a pleaser. And actually, there are times that I have to caution her on on being that way because she equally can be or I'm not going to say be used, but can give up her own standard in, in the pursuit of pleasing everybody. Mm-hmm. I, I, I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. So as a unicorn, would it be as an unicorn? Mm, I'm not the grammar Nazi here. I know, grammar Nazis getting me. But anyway, <laughs> as a unicorn, how do you make sure that you are not just being a pleaser and you're getting pleased as well? You're not being used. 
So I have been working really hard on boundaries. I think boundaries are an important thing to have because they're not only for me, but they're for other people. So if the other person doesn't know that they're crossing a boundary, then they're not going to see a problem with it. So I have been working really hard on boundaries and really hard on communicating. That's, you know, I learned my lesson with the, the first couple I was with. I didn't communicate, therefore there were no boundaries set. Can you give us an example of some of your boundaries? I will not, I will always tell them I will not play on the first date. The first time that we meet up, I will not play. I feel like that helps, you know, relieve pressure, helps me make the decision on my own, you know, if for the future or if I want to play that, you know, the first date. I can. It just helps a lot with with the pressure of it. I like that. Yeah, I agreed. And that's actually something mm-hmm. that we we try to follow ourselves. Mm-hmm. We don't always. We follow don't always it. follow it. I'm just wondering if this counts as our first date with baby girl. Ooh. <laughs> like a like an interview. interview? Yeah. Interview yeah. to the interviewer. Yeah. Of so the interview? so she feels very comfortable with us when mm-hmm. we get her in Texas or when we go to Tennessee, mm-hmm. whichever. That sounded very stalker-ish and like murder-ish when we get her well, in Texas. <laughs> you guys get, get me to talk. <laughs> get her to, to, I don't know, does that, I didn't sound, I didn't mean to sound like I'm. Stalking trying, her? Yeah. Get her to come to Texas? Get her to come would probably be the beneficial action there. So I left out a word. Yeah. Okay. And and now I'm a stalker. Great. No. Starting out as a unicorn, and well, I mean, not even starting out as a unicorn, but there's a lot of negative connotations around unicorns sometimes. Is there? Mm-hmm. I feel like there's negative connotations around single males, but not so many around unicorns. That's why they're called a unicorn, because a single female is such a rare... Excuse A single attractive sexual female is usually a, a rarity in this life, hence the term unicorn. Okay. Mm-hmm. But I would still feel like there would be some negative connotation around it. There might. I, I don't know what that is. I haven't experienced much of that. I think it's for the individual themselves because there are some people that play in the lifestyle that are very, I guess, uppity would be the word. And there's some like negativity surrounding that. But I honestly, I've never heard much negativity around a unicorn at all. Okay. Yeah. Have you experienced any negativity? had a couple wives, not really like me, but I, you know, I'm not sure what, what it was about. I don't know if they thought that I was taking the attention away or what, but I don't get involved in that. I just ignore it. So that's very classy of you. I mm-hmm. like that. Cause yeah, we, we try uh, and do the same thing. We, I don't pay mine to nonsense. We don't get into the drama Mm-mm. of it. And, and there's a lot of drama to there be is had every, in Exactly. Lifestyle. And mm-hmm. when we feel like there is a dramatic situation about to arise, I'm also, not only am I a pleaser, I'm a runner, and I will run the other way. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> yeah. Well, and I think it's a beneficial thing. I wouldn't even say it's called running. You just, you choose not to play within that realm or that level. And we remove ourselves because... I'm not there to have an argument with someone. I'm not there to, you know, be someone's argument, so to speak. And I most certainly don't want my queen to be in the center of any of that because I go into protection mode. You do go into Mm -hmm. protection mode very quickly. 
Yeah. And I, I, again, just referencing back to what we talked about earlier is that communication. Mm-hmm. You have to communicate with all the parties involved. So I want to know, baby girl, what is your ideal situation with a couple? When you, when you think about what you want, what is... What does it look like to you? Hang on, baby. I'm hitting record right now. Oh, oh. it's already recording. Okay. <laughs> he is know. taking notes. Taking notes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. First, you know, like I said before, it's all about the pressure. You know, with being a unicorn, it's kind of dangerous. It's, you know, we can't just meet people. I'm not going to go and meet someone in a hotel room. That's really dangerous. We have to make sure that the first meetup is going to be a safe area. And I semi-trust this person just with phone conversations or emailing or whatever. So I think that I would like a couple that are, you know, like you guys, just laid back and very understanding and where we could just, you know, the first time we meet up, it's easy and fun and easy going. Also would like a couple that are very strong in their relationship because that uh, carries on over, you know, with the experience. If they're not strong in their relationship, then they don't really need to be playing with anybody else at that point, I don't think. So no drama. I would agree with that. Um, So you're saying we have a chance. I I think she's saying we have a chance. (laughs) Do you ever, are you ever cautious or afraid of a guy falling for you in a relationship Um, dynamic such as? Yes. Yes, and, you know, that's why um, I think it's important for there to be a group text message at first or group messaging at first. And then I want to talk to the wife as well just to make sure that she's okay and see what she wants out of it too. I feel like the wife probably is in charge of that. I I I don't want to get in the middle of anybody's relationship. That's not, you know, not my goal there. So you hit on something that I want to hit on too in return. You want to hit on me? Baby, I already got <laughs> I thought I already had you, but if I need to work harder, please let me know. I was just, it just came out that way. I don't yeah. know. Yes. Normally, I, and you know what? I actually don't want to use the word normally. It has been in the past, and it's spoken a lot about that, that the women of a uh, of a couple the right? dynamic the dynamic is that they're in charge but times are changing and i know for instance stephanie and i there is no one person in charge we keep everything in a group text we do everything is open right even so for instance even the single females i talk to it's all in a group text she just doesn't normally chime in and like the single male that you're talking to. Actually, we can use Lamar's name because he's very open about his name and okay with that. And we've already interviewed him. Correct. Um, Even with Lamar, when Stephanie talks to Lamar, that's her her single male. It's in a group text. I just don't really have much to add to that conversation. But But you do add to it sometimes. Every now and then. Yeah. More like manly stuff, though. Like motorcycles or, I don't know. Skydiving. (laughs) Skydiving. I'm going to interject skydiving as much as I can all the time yes. because I'm absolutely in love with the sport and it has done a, 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 an awesome thing for me in my life. So, but back to that, a lot of that is changing to where the male and female are completely equal now. How does that, 
when I say that to you, how does that make you feel? And if a couple told you, hey, we don't want you just talking to one of us. We want to continue to have a group chat. How would that make you feel and how would you approach that? I like how you're using your I statements. All right. I'm actually, that is, that's what I want, but I also am not trying to step on toes for the wife. So, you know, on, on the wife's toes. So, um, it's not that she's in charge. I just don't want her to feel threatened at all. I am perfectly okay with the group chat. I actually think it's, it's hotter, you know, Mm -hmm. It's, it's hotter to see that you two are both, you know, reading what is being said. And I assume that it would be hotter on your end too, that, that you know what being said at that time. I agree. It's, it's, I like to see, I I do too. I like to see, I like to be part of, and I like to see the flirting elements of it. I'm normally really shy, so I don't even know how I'm able to tell you guys all this. (laughs) Well, and that's another point. You are usually very shy, but we've kind of built up to this with you. Mm -hmm. I mean, it took me a couple of weeks to, pin you down well you want to. You know, uh, metaphorically not i was gonna say you may want to pin her down but <laughs> to, to get it doesn't you mean you have yet in one spot yes, so we please. could do this and if you have pinned her down i expected videos so i'm a little butthurt well you know just putting it out there uh, we didn't even ask and i don't know maybe you asked but i i think i need some clarification are you are you bisexual i am i've only had the one experience that well i had a couple others but I've, I've always been attracted to females i just haven't really had the opportunity to have the experience with them so okay. yeah so she's saying i have a chance <laughs> <laughs> i'm attracted to females yes we've we've talked about the one experience and your expectations and and a couple of the key points has there been any other experiences you've had in the lifestyle thus far or since then or before then? There was a couple in town that I was interested in, but they wanted me to meet them at a hotel room. And I was not comfortable with that. And it, when I told them that, they kind of disappeared. Mm, that's a number one key indicator. So I know that I've been in relationships before where we were like that. It was, hey, we don't, we don't have time to go on a date, but we have time to fuck, <laughs> so to speak, right? Yeah. Uh, and there are couples like that, but, but I completely understand where you're coming from, where you've already had uh, an experience go awry or array. How do you say that? Awry. 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 Mm-hmm. So I could understand the pushback. I have my own couple pushbacks at this point in my experience that I have no tolerance for. And it doesn't mean that possibly what I'm thinking is true. It just means I have no tolerance for it and and I steer us away from those type of couples or that type of profile. And that's your boundaries that you've set. Yep. Those are my boundaries Mm -hmm. I've set. And, you know, rightfully so. And to be fair to it, it may well keep us from some awesome people and, and meeting some wonderful people. But my experience in the past has outweighed us meeting those people and keeping us safe. Right. And it's worked thus far. So, yeah. I agree, and I would like for you to continue to do that. I will try my best. Because I mm-hmm. suck at it. <laughs> you do. <laughs> she would follow a bum down a dark alley with a bunch of crackheads because he said, oh, I just want a hug. 
I would not. I'm not that bad. I did go down a dark alley in Mexico to buy earrings. And there you go. Yeah. But I came out safe, and I made it back to the cruise ship on time. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we've made it this far. So. Right? I am, I am very trusting to a fault. I think I would make a terrible unicorn because I am very trusting. You'd say, meet me at a hotel, and I'd be like, okay. Actually, I agree with you on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I would not, I don't know, I just would not be good. You would make a great sexual unicorn, sexually. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, you, you may get used a couple times. Yeah, and then, I would. Yeah. So, you said that you had a couple you were attracted to. What attracts you? Mm-hmm. Like, do you have any physical things that you look for? Is it more of a educational? Like, I love people who are educated and can talk on a very educated level and even though sometimes how the hell did i get you yeah oh, baby you, you're more they don't get to see the real you hmm. yeah um they they were both educated and they were they were fit you know i don't have to have somebody that's completely toned and with a six pack i don't have to have that but someone who takes i hope care you don't because i don't self. have that <laughs> we have a six pack in our fridge um, i mean i have a keg <laughs> And no, I, I think it was the, the intellectual uh, conversations too. You know, I, I um, am attracted to people who are smart as well. And they have to be able to outsmart me in some ways. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Not um, sure what that means, but I'm taking notes. I like, I, yeah, I, I, um, I like to be put in my place sometimes. <laughs> Physically? Yeah. Put can in your you, place? Like, let's, yeah, let's, let's clarify yeah. because... I can get pretty <laughs> dominant if allowed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. He... Yes. And that's another reason why I have to have boundaries is because of the way I like to play sometimes. Please um, go on and, and elaborate and elaborate for us. Yes, absolutely. How do you like to well, play? You, you know, you said that, you know, earlier your tastes change and your desires change so frequently. Mine do too. Sometimes I want to play like that. Sometimes I want to to have a dominant and to be, you know, held down and, and stuff like that. But that's something that has to be talked about beforehand. So I know I don't, you know, I, there's a certain a level of roughness that I want or don't want. Right. And, and I think that should go both ways. So I haven't always been in a couple status in the lifestyle. I've also been a single male. And it can be scary, honestly, and intimidating on, on a single male point of view when a woman wants you to get rough, especially one that you're not familiar with to that level. And that takes a lot of trust because with me being in law enforcement, I can't tell you the number of times that I've come across a scene where a statement was made or an accusation was made and I could tell something other than that was going on, but I couldn't prove it. Mm-hmm. And, I, I, and I had to write the report and something in the back of my brain was telling me, hey, this isn't right. <laughs> But so I think on both sides, it is like that because as a man, I would never want to accidentally hurt someone or scare them or be put in a compromising position. But at the same time, we would want to satisfy. So I think communication about rough play is extremely, extremely important. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I guess I look for uh, dominant personalities too. I guess that's, you know, back to what kind of couples I look for is dominant personality. So honey, we are, we are plus 75. So I know. Far. I am. I just want to let you know where, where we are according to 
the fox scale. The fox scale. <laughs> okay, he just made that up, but I love it. The fox scale says that we are right up your alley, but not a dark alley. No, not a dark alley. In we'll Mexico, have lights on. That's not okay. Yeah. We won't be in Mexico. We could go to Mexico. I like Mexico. We could Some go to parts Mexico. of Mexico are a lot of fun. Yeah. As long as you stay within the plain boundaries. Mm-hmm. Yep. I've never, I've never been to Mexico. It could be a lot of fun as long as you understand the culture and where not to go. Again, go don't go down dark alleys to buy earrings. And don't go in a, an area controlled by the cartel just to go to a bar because you're told that there's 15 cent tequila shots. Yeah. Tequila shots. <laughs> so the story behind the earrings. Or the tequila shots. The, the, the story behind the earrings. He said, I have free tequila. And I was gone. <laughs> okay. I'm going with you. So... Again, back to my point, I would be a terrible unicorn because you could offer me alcohol or... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I, I would go down a dark alley. But my earrings are pretty. I'm wearing them today. Yeah. Yeah. Hmm. I didn't realize those were the ones. These are the ones. <laughs> as we're talking about. Yes. Awesome. <laughs> so, well, as we begin to wrap up, is there anything that you want somebody who may be wanting to, to look into becoming a unicorn, maybe dabbling in it a little bit, what would you tell them? What advice would you give them? Um, I think it really has helped me to open up to people who are already in the lifestyle that have been in the lifestyle and just talk to them about their experiences. I, when I got into this, I didn't know that I was a unicorn. I had no idea what that was. I didn't know that that's what title that I was. I just knew what I wanted. So I think talking to people helps a lot and, and hearing their experiences and, and just you know, getting out there, you know, you don't have to necessarily like it's been since July and I've only hooked up with one couple. You don't have to rush things. Just go with the flow, talk with people and start making boundaries, learn to communicate. Yeah. You don't have to hoe out quantity mm -hmm. over or quality over quantity Freudian slip. Yeah. But if you want to be a hoe, I mean, <laughs> our numbers on our website. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, that is true. <clears throat> We, we do not discriminate. Nope. <laughs> Certainly don't. <laughs> Only dumb people. I don't like dumb people. I, I'm, I understand that. I like... But that's a pretty universal word, so don't don't look too deep into that word. Yeah, it's just... <laughs> yes, because someone's out there is going to go, oh, well, Fox thinks he's just... No, I, I'm just... The terminology is dumb. Just universally You like <laughs> people who can hold a conversation with us. An intelligent conversation who has experiences in the life in life not just a lifestyle but in life that plays into topics that we enjoy discussing yeah i don't even know that i look for people that have a whole lot of uh, intellect in the lifestyle because that is a different aspect no i mean life <clears throat> in general yeah life and you would we, be correct yeah we like mm -hmm. to we and we love to learn about people it's not just... i also like fun people mm -hmm. like you can't be so intellectual that you're you're odd or there's no fun aura about you. Mm -hmm. if, if you don't know what shots at a bar are, well, uh, I'm, I'm not <laughs> sure that we're going to get along. You know, yeah. That's all right. Mm -hmm. But I really want to thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know mm -hmm. it's the middle of the day for our listeners oh. who don't know that. And you um, took some time out to talk to us, and we appreciate that. No, thank you for having me. I've had a good time. And I want to complain once again. That we don't because I'm being selfish that I don't get to see pantsless baby girl. Just want to put it out there. <laughs> mm -hmm. 
Gotta stay comfortable. A pantsless baby girl sucking on a sucker. A yes. lollipop. <laughs> yes. So for those of you that don't know or are curious as to what we're talking about, baby girl is on with us from time to time in the SLS chat room when we host... Co-host. Or co-host. With Rick. Correct. Uh, and we, Brenda. We are the sub-host. He is the host. He is right? the host. And she loves to turn her cam on while she's like sucking on a lollipop and, and look super us. innocent and look tease us and <laughs> and she may not I even realize what she's doing. Right, you can't drinking sit her still. white claws and moving or her hair. Every now and then, kind of flashing a thigh or a leg. Oh yeah, but not too much, not but too just much, enough. But just yes. enough to make yeah. you wonder what the hell. And we we're looking at the camera hard. People probably because we have our camera on as well. Well, we we to be honest, we take your cam. And, and blow it and up. And blow it up and, and make it, and we pin it to our desktop. <laughs> uh, y'all are making me blush now. Full disclosure, <laughs> that's what happens at our house when yeah. you come on. <laughs> blushing is good, though. Blushing is uh, a quarter way to an orgasm. Right? A quarter way? You <laughs> yeah. just made that up. Excuse well, me. I've almost had a full one this whole conversation. <laughs> oh, see. And I did not make that up. It's in the sexual response cycle. Yes. Yes, ma'am. I do a little bit of reading myself. Thank you very Sexual much. Sexual response cycle. Mm-hmm. Okay. You're talking about the sex flush. <laughs> yes. The sex flush. Okay. Would be blushing. Okay. I get where you're going with okay. that Okay. You understand where I'm I going I get where that? you're going with that now. Okay. I'm not always dumb. <laughs> I'm not saying that you're dumb. I just had not heard it called blushing. It's the sex flush. But... Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, you guys are on your way to giving me an orgasm right now. <laughs> <laughs> do, you, do you have that sex flush? I do. Yes. <laughs> I think she should prove it by sending you a picture oh. of her sex flush. Send it to our group. Definitely. Yeah. We don't, we don't, we're not stingy. All right. No, not with pictures. No, not at all. No, or much of anything. No, yeah. we share. Anyway. Well, again, thank you. Do you have any parting words um, besides? Complaining? No, yeah. not at all. It, it was a pleasure and we appreciate your input and you know, I know earlier or before we started all this, you were saying, well, I don't know how I can really help people. But honestly, I guarantee there's someone out there listening right now, either in your position or wanting to get into your position that has benefited from this conversation. Absolutely. We Thank just you. Appreciate I, I've it. tried. <laughs> well, good. Alrighty. Well, we will see you soon and we'll be chatting mm-hmm. later. Alrighty. Thank you guys. Bye. Um, <laughs> I, I I liked how she considers herself a gift. Yes, I do like that term. I think it was really smart that she understands that she is bringing something to the relationship within a couple, right? Mm-hmm. Rather than just being selfish about the entire situation. Would you be selfish? As a unicorn? Because I'm a guy, so that uh, technically I can't be a unicorn. Well, if single male, were you selfish? I was in the middle. I was 50-50. I made sure that I got what I was looking for, but I also made sure I communicated with a couple and I assured them that I would give them what they were looking for. So it was definitely in the middle for me. Mm-hmm. We all can't be perfect. Mm. <laughs> oh, well, I mean, I am, but oh. yeah, you know. I'm going to take another drink. <laughs> <laughs> what are some of the, the takeaways from her? You know, so I think it's really important that if there are any single females and males at that, you know, the security features she has put in place, I think, are really important, right? She brought up a really good point that as a female, um, she doesn't want to meet people in a hotel or a private place 
upon the first meeting, yeah. um, I would say that goes for everybody because that is something even as a single male that I incorporated. I never met anyone in a hotel or a private residence until I had met them out in public because you just never know, right? That is true. Not everything is a physical danger. Some things are mental, and you just don't know where people are at. I can see that. Yeah. I still think that I would be a terrible unicorn because I just, I trust way too easily. You do. You do. You, you know, another thing that I would do as a single male is I would never play at their home because it's... Interesting. Yep. Well, so my reasoning behind that is if this gentleman gets upset, right? Because, again, it doesn't matter how much you communicate with somebody. You never quite know how people are going to respond to a situation. So or I may talk to the husband or the boyfriend and they, at the moment, may be okay with something. And then when it is occurring, they may react differently. I don't want to be, I want to be on equal ground. And, and so I always requested a hotel room until I got to know them over time. And then eventually we would go to their home or they would come to my home. I think it's pretty smart on both sides to do. Yeah, I think that's a safe way to negotiate Yeah. Mm -hmm. the terms of yeah. service. So what, I'm sorry, they, I didn't get paid for this. Well, you got something out of it. They got something out of it too. True. And I'm sure that baby girl feels the same. I, like she, I'm sure she gets something out of it. And she, like she said, she's a gift. She provides mm -hmm. something as well. I don't know that it's a negotiation of a contract. Well, I didn't. Okay. Uh, I can't. I don't know. I just see it like it's. You see it differently? The communication is it's almost like you're negotiating a contract. Hmm. I think that you negotiate safety and wants and needs. Mm -hmm. But I think that's all you negotiate. Okay. But, but again, I look at things very differently than a lot of people. Yeah. You and I look at things very differently. Very differently. Oh, wow. Very. <laughs> very with an eye roll. Oh. Um, please explain the eye roll. No, I was joking. That's why the eye roll came in. Okay. We do see eye to eye on most things. Okay. So hence the sarcastic eye roll. Oh, is that what that, that was? That was, oh, okay. yeah. I, I have to take your word for it. Yeah. Yeah. So we just talked about safety, right? But she brought up that she likes to, to play rough every now and then, right? Yes. Or, or forceful or likes a man to be dominant every she now likes and then. And that could look like many things. So here's the negotiation. A good point. So yeah, so I guess you do negotiate because let's say she's in the mood for that. That needs to be almost like a contract, right? Yeah. Or an agreement of okay, this and this, but not this. If this happens, then this. Yeah. Yeah. So I can see I can see where that comes into play. I personally like to play a little bit rougher sometimes, but not all the time. And I prefer to play rougher with you than other people because right. I trust you and I don't trust other people. Well, so I normally have a conversation with a gentleman anyway. I only allow certain things out of them or I tell them I only want to see certain things and if I see something else, then we're going to stop. That's trust on my part as well. Mm -hmm. If we knew, let's say a gentleman for longer, mm -hmm. um, I guess the longer we would play with, with, a guy or you would play with a guy, probably the more leeway I would give him as trust was built. I think it's an unsafe thing and unfair for your partner if you are the male in the relationship or, and you know, I'm not even going to say male. If you are the conservator, right? You are the security guard in your relationship. Because okay. most relationships have them. They have the one person that thinks about the what ifs. What that if would this? Be you. What if that, right? I'm the uh, let's go get them um, walking into dark alleys. Yeah, well, with crackheads. They weren't crackheads. They had tequila. <laughs> they had tequila, <laughs> but again, they may have had crack. I don't know. I don't know. But I, they had tequila. They had tequila. Yeah. 
you know, so yeah, you definitely with time as you build a relationship, but there are some people that don't want that. What would you say to the couples or individuals out there that they are a, a wham, bam, thank you, ma'am type couple or person? Because there are those out there that aren't looking for a relationship with lifestyle. They want a, a one and fun. Thanks. It was great having fun with mm -hmm. you. And if I see you down the road in one year, maybe we'll play again. Maybe not. Right. Yeah. And I, I personally would just throw caution to those individuals and say, be careful. So just, just a general, be careful. A generalized, be careful. You know, we're all adults. We're all big boys That's and true. big girls. I hope so. We're all consenting. Yeah, everyone's consenting. Um, but I think in that situation, you have to use your words. You have to say, if something occurs and you're not comfortable with it, you have to say, okay, I'm not, I'm not comfortable with that. Mm -hmm. So let Agreed. me do this. And if you're not going to speak up for yourself, you probably shouldn't be a one and fun kind of person. Well, so I do agree with you, but I will tell you that that normally doesn't happen. I've been with couples or I've been in the mood where I'm just like, okay, we just want to have fun. We want to be a whore for the night. We want a one and done with this person. Mm -hmm. And normally a lot of people just jump head in because they're thinking with their penis vagina, mm -hmm. not with their head. And that does happen. Now, has it always come out positively on my side? Yes. But I think you have to have a certain amount of confidence, I guess, as a protector in order to jump in like that. I don't recommend that for everybody. I don't recommend it for everybody because mm -hmm. it's not something that I enjoy. What do you mean? I, one and dones. I guess one and dones are just not something that's fun to me right now. Can you explain? Elaborate? Well, I say that, but it just truly depends on the amount of alcohol. So I, I and correct me if I'm wrong, because I don't like to speak for you, but I think what you're saying is you told me a while back that you enjoy building the relationship because mentally mm -hmm. you become more attracted to the person and it's really hard for you just to go, oh, wow, you're hot. Please come fuck me. Yes. <clears throat> okay. Is, is, is that where you're trying to go with it? A little. There are some people, I, I think it's all situational uh -huh. because there are some people that I would say that to and some people that I need to have a mental connection with because I don't find them exceptionally physically attractive. Okay. I see. I see if, they're, if I find them physically attractive, I'm okay with it. But if I don't, then... So if they're physically attractive, it's easier to get in your pants. And if they're not, it, you're not saying they don't have a chance. You're just saying you have to build a rapport. I have to build a rapport. Okay. That's fair. Yeah, I can see that. And I know that's pretty superficial. And that's, no, I'm the same way. That's yeah, no. probably really shitty of me, but... I don't think it is at all. I, mean, I just... I can't... I like a very specific type of man. And I'm attracted to a very specific type of man. Right. And that's not everybody. So why the hell are you with me? You have a lot of those characteristics mm. that I'm attracted to. That scares me. <laughs> so yeah, I just have that specific... Mentality? No, specific taste. To, oh. Um, attraction to... I gotcha. But we are in the game of sex. Uh -huh. I mean, that is the reason... And I think a lot of people forget about this because... Well, I don't know why because. But I, I have seen the lifestyle evolve in the last 20 years. And it may not just be that it evolved, it may be that I matured, mm -hmm. right? I think it's more of you matured than evolved. Well, I think a little bit of both. Well, it could be. Because I think a lot of people still forget that you jumped into this because you wanted to be sexual with other people. For, the reason doesn't matter why, I don't think. Because if you get to the core of the lifestyle, it's because you want to be sexual with other people as well. Doesn't, the why doesn't, I don't think, really matter. Does it matter to the specific couple? Yes, it does. 
But if you were going to explain the lifestyle to somebody, would you really dive into every category of couple that was out there? Or would you just give it a blanket because we like to be open and sexual with other people and we're okay with it? Probably that. Right. So at the end of the day, I don't think it's wrong for you to say, and, and I would I say the same thing. If I'm aesthetically, right, if you're aesthetically pleasing to me, you're going to get a lot further faster with me. However, on the opposite end, if we form a relationship and I get to know you, then it's, again, you're just going to have, you're going to have a better chance with me as well. So it's kind of, it's both sides. It is both sides. It's both sides. And the mismatched couples mm-hmm. where... One's attractive, one's yes. not. Yes. Because there's a lot of those. Those are There are a lot. I'd say probably about 90% of the lifestyle. I wouldn't say smashed. 90. I would. I wouldn't. I, I would say 60. I think you're being generous. I think you're being irrational. <laughs> well, that's okay. You think I'm irrational a lot. <laughs> but the mismatched couples is something that we've experienced a lot. A lot. Mm-hmm. And that's hard for me. Right. Yeah. I can understand that. Well, and that's also why recently I, I wanted you to dive out on your own and talk to some um, a male that you find is attractive which is not going well why you've just been busy it's not i I just don't know what to say be flirty have fun yeah i forgot how to do that well you may want to learn how trying okay working on that Mm. that may that you know what that may be a good topic for another show how to Mm. have fun no (laughs) no oh how to be flirtatious how to flirt in the lifestyle because it is different it is a different way of flirting i think it's, I need some lessons on that one. I think you just need to, so I don't flirt any different. I will flirt with a female the same way that I flirted with you when we first started dating. I'm more cautious of as to whether or not it will offend the male or mm-hmm. her husband or boyfriend. And I'm also cautious as to what comes out of my mouth per se, you know, um, with things that are important to us or were special to us because I don't want to give that impression to you that I'm falling for them in that way or something odd like that. But I still want to be able to be me and flirt, if that makes sense. No, it makes perfect sense. Yeah, so maybe that needs to be a, a topic of discussion. After I practice a little bit more? Yeah, after you practice a little bit more, yeah. Yeah, I can't help you flirt with them. You, you gotta do it on your own. I think it's, honestly, it's different because I know you're watching and that's different. But I don't even watch, really. I barely look at those things. But it's still overcoming that mindset. It's a mindset I have to work through. So you don't want me to watch? No. Oh. No, I want you to. I just don't know how to overcome that barrier that I'm working through. Oh, okay. I was speaking about sex, by the way. Oh. (laughs) I'm just playing with your head. Just having a little fun. Today. Today's not the day. Not the day. Yeah. Yeah, you had a really long day. I've had a really long week. Yeah, it's been busy. It has been very busy. Yeah. But that's all right. I hear you. Well, I'll tell you what. We should grab a couple of drinks, relax, fuck off, bullshit, and not really care about the rest of the world. I agree. Yeah. So we're going to say uh, hey, good night. Not again. Why don't you tell them where they can find us? Oh. So you can find us on the book face. Facebook. Yeah, that thing. Uh, at the Kinky Coach. Or you can find us at any of the adult beverage websites. You like that? I do, yeah. But... Yes, yes, because you're tasty, getting oh, you're thirsty. Yeah. Yes, thirsty. Uh, so you can look for either Luna underscore and underscore Logan, or you can look for the Kiki Coach and her the silver, silver fox. fox. Yep. 
So thank you for listening, and we hope you have a very sexy evening. Have a good night. You are listening to the Kinky Coach Podcast with Stephanie and Fox.